Welcome to the F1 Money Gang podcast, where we are discussing the odds for the Belgian Grand Prix. I'm your host, F1 Capper, sitting down with the Sharps, Sir Jinx Eugene, aka Jinx or Jinxy, sometimes that we call him, and our fearless leader, Lights Out Bets F1. Welcome, guys. Glad that uh, we finally got you on uh, on the podcast. I feel like it's been a while, huh? Yeah, man, it's gonna be back. Got the the B squad up to bat today. <laughs> the B squad. Oh man, that's not true. We got, you know, it's just like hockey. You know, you got your top two lines. We need both. So you guys are are line one or two. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, Jinx, what's going on, dude? Uh, not much. Um, kind of down a couple weeks. Um, you know, I was gonna come back on last week. On my, I think I was here Austria. Or I skipped Austria, but Austria was the first week. That I lost money, um, was down about a unit um, for Austria, and then just a total disaster. I won my FP1 play in Silverstone, and then I think I went 0-6 in the race. So I was down like 12 units. So that put me below 100 units um, for the year. Um, had a decent units. <laughs> yeah, I had a decent race weekend last week. Um, was up a, close to about four units total um doing the math though um just my kryptonite this year is fading george russell i took him no yeah. top eight and i lost five units on that and then i had two and a half units fading him with signs um so that's just my kryptonite this year is fading george russell or if i bet on him whenever i bet on him like either good or bad like i play him or i fade him just always a loss and then um i got my weekly leclerc loss in too i yep. played him over norris um, yep. I think I went I went eight and four over the weekend in the race. I went seven and four. So but positive. Oh, you still yeah, got yeah, I mean, positive. Yeah. That's I mean, the, isn't that the yeah, you know, like yeah, I mean, um like can't I go broke bo- booking profits is what yeah, I, I mean. Say. We're up I'm up about like hundred five units on the year. Yep. Um, four, yeah. 40 of that that's is hitting one. a Claire pole, but still, I mean that's plus sixty-five units. Hey, and I'm, my I mean, just the overall record um too um is doing really good at them. At six, I'm um, 78 and 51. So that is good for about, I think, 60%. Right? Let me just... Well, let me tell you this. It's definitely really, I think you're the top performer. Yeah, I'm at 60, 60.5%. So, I mean, I'm hitting it in the units and I'm hitting it in the consistency ball game. Yeah. Top. And I mean, the, if you guys were here is... last year, you know, this is, we've been doing the pod for about a year. Um, you know, just had to change up a lot of stuff. Um, Silverstone kind of went back to the old ways, bet some Haas. Bet some uh, Yuki Sonoda, um, and you know that's just a losing, losing recipe. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is the top units of the F1 money gang, uh, but you know what? You know we move on. We got one more race before what three weeks off. But before we get started, I do want to give a shout out um, to Underdog Fantasy, one of our partners. Again, we have a promo code F1 Money Gang, 100% deposit match if you use uh, the link or just the promo code F1 Money Gang. Also, a quick shout out to our partners, FanAmp, where basically it's the one-stop shop app for everything, all things F1. We are in there. F1 Money Gang is the one and only betting uh, pickums and sites in there. Um, and then lastly, Grid Rivals. Thank you to those guys. They have one of the best motorsports fantasy apps out on the just in, on the planet. So, uh, yeah. So, Belgium Grand Prix, Prix, P, uh, Grand Prix, uh, Spa. Man, one of my favorite tracks. Probably see that a million times. Uh, you got the C two, C three, C four compound, long track. Uh, 
you know, this one's going to be tough. We've been scouring the weather reports and it lo it's looking like there's going to be some rain. We don't know when some are saying there's no rain on Friday during the practice session and quality. Um, but it looks like rain is going to be a factor low downforce, uh, downforce track that can change, especially if you have rain, because that might throw a wrench into how these cars get set up. Um, and then, yes, I should say this is a sprint weekend, probably the most important information on uh, for this whole thing, which is so you have Friday, only one free practice session, then the qualifying right after, which is to set the grid for Sunday. Then Saturday is a sprint shootout, which is going to set the grid for the sprint race right after a couple hours after. So just in case you didn't weren't aware for the format. So let's go ahead and just dive into it. So uh, lights, man, it's been a while, man. What's uh, what's on your mind for this weekend? Yeah, it's good to be back, man. As you were talking, I was just thinking about how, um, you know, it's pretty clear, like between the new Pirelli tires midway through the season, experimenting different qualifying formats on the hard medium soft and then throwing in a sprint the following weekend it just seems clear that uh you know f1 as a brand is prioritizing changing it up and, and getting some different outcomes they clearly don't want to see just you know red bull followed by mercedes followed by ferrari they want to see a change up in the back of the grid and, and uh it's you know it's just becoming a very much an entertainment brand as opposed to letting the the engineers sit down and dial in on on uh, solid data and, and we're starting to see that as betters too we need to be adjustable and flexible the things we are seeing trends on you know things like the price pit price picks pit stops we're starting to find good success there um we went six of seven last weekend the overs went 12 of six that went exactly as predicted we've seen trends like that play out all season long and that is one thing <clears throat> that seems to be consistent there's always going to be a race and there's always going to be a pit stop so i'll start there uh you mentioned the underdog fantasy sign up bonus so usually prize picks and underdog come out with their their player lines um like you know tomorrow or thursday prize picks will roll out a couple and then usually on friday underdog will start to roll some out after they have fp1 data but in the meantime the three prize picks first pit stops we like so far are leclerc over 2.45 seconds norris under 2.6 and hamilton over 2.8 seconds those are ranked in order of how much i like them um yeah just based on the trend we're seeing that the overs are hitting roughly 60 67 percent of the time i like to give out uh the overplays in in a similar ratio so you got two overs and one under there um and yeah we'll hopefully you know ride the fire we'll probably do for some variance on that one but six to seven last week so if you mix and match those properly have some other sports you want to pair them with you should be in the profit nice yeah um yeah the pit stops were actually really crazy and i do want to just make a quick comment on that yes the variables have been absolutely wild every weekend it seems like we have to factor something new like last week with the tires shifting you mentioned the pirelli tires introduction after silverstone um and i did make a comment on that on twitter saying like this like the last race was one of the hardest races for me to just just figure out it was hard it was super hard um, and it just seems like that this season, it's been one of the probably more complex seasons I've had with this because of those variables. You have sprint, the changing of the quality formats and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, definitely, definitely harder. But that's why we're here. Right. Like you said, we adapt and we move and uh, we've still been profitable. So, uh, yeah. All right. Jinx, man, I I know you got some plays. What's yeah. Yeah. Nothing for the race. Um, just so much can happen um, with the sprint format. Um, we've seen it 
I mean, not so much this year. I don't think we had anything at Baku. Austria was pretty clean. I know Norris slid down the grid, but he didn't have any damage. So we're just going with some practice plays. Um, I have two posted right now. Um, and the first one is, uh, I mean, we've had 11 races, but technically we've only had 10 free practice ones. Unless you want to count Canada where, you know, I think the most was done was two laps before the power went out. Um, so this is eight and two um, in the 10 FPs. Um, and really, it's if you look deep into it, it's undefeated. Um, it lost last week and then it lost at Miami. Um, but it's Fernando Alonso over George Russell. Uh, it's at minus 105 on B-Win or MGM. And the two times it's lost, Russell has won the free practice. And he won the free practice because he was one of the last cars out. So, you know, Alonso's been having the faster car in free practice one. Um, their car has, you know, declined in performance, but free practice one's still, you know, a test session. And more so this year, um, Russell has been, you know, using that as a test session. His free practice result on the season is a 9.2. And, you know, Alonso is a 4.7. So, I mean, that's a four and a half point, you know, average that we're getting better. And they're pricing it at a minus, minus 105. When I think it was, I know it was at Silverstone. And I believe it was minus 120. Maybe it might have been minus 135. Um, but definitely some value on Alonso there. Um, it's free practice one. I mean, I definitely wouldn't bet it in the race. Um, but just, you know, it seems like Alonzo knows what he wants right out of the box. You know, the car's coming more set up and George, you know, a lot of times we haven't even seen Mercedes run soft tires in FP1. Now this is a little bit different, you know, we're having a sprint, but hopefully that hits. Yeah, no, um, you're definitely right. Like that trend, uh, Mercedes likes to do their like high fuel load test throughout. And then sometimes they'll just go out slap the softs uh, and Alonzo is just basically topping Russell most of the time. If and, yeah, and I believe I know it was Baku, but let me, I believe it was same deal at Austria. Also, in the bottom five. also, uh, Aston is going to bring an upgrade. I don't know how much to read into it. There's also been like a lot of talk about the new Pirelli tires and whatnot and how that's really drastically impacted, um, Aston Martin. I know it's, it's benefited and hurt some teams. So we do know that. Um, but I think as we get through the season, they're going to they're going to adapt. So hopefully this is the time they adapt. But uh, hey, that's a free money Friday pick right there. Boom. There was one. So you, you've you've uh, taken Mech spot this week for a free money, uh, free money with Friday picks. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, actually, I mean, I had, you know, it was a running joke. You know, I, I went into retirement for free practice one and for Silverstone. <laughs> that was my first free practice play since I believe Jetta. I I I mean I don't have the non-teammate head-to-head yet, but honestly, yes, I do like that. Uh, if I can get it at minus one hundred five, even yeah, I'll totally jump on that. All right, so for me, this has been tough. I but the number I've been just stuck on this the entire week. It just makes sense, but it's pain. It's painful for me to say this. It's a for it's a Ferrari bet. It is both Ferrari's top 10. Uh, right now, it's I think it's at like minus 165 on Bavada. Uh, it's just that the, the, everyone is is basically said McLaren, they're better, second best team. Books are adjusting to it. Ferrari just underperforming. They're doing bad. We all know the how that story goes with them. Just strategy, teams, just everything, just chaos. 
However, for a top 10 bet, you're giving me minus 165. That is actually pretty good. Um, and here's some stats. I mean, to kind of back that up, uh, I think it is Carlos Sainz has had only one classification uh, below 10th spot. I think that was Australia. And that was after a penalty too. Like he, I think he had the penalty, which brought him back down. So he technically has been in the top 10 the entire season. And then for Charles Leclerc, he did have two retirements early in the season. So if you remove those, you can't really predict retirements, but remove that out of the way. He's only had one, one race where he was outside the top 10. He was 11th place in Spain, which he did drive like a donkey. So, uh, I, I hate betting Ferrari. I really do. It's hard to bet them, but that number was too good. The market basically buy low situation on Ferrari here. They should do fine. This is a track that like they should get in the top 10. There's no reason why both of them should not be in the top 10. So. Yeah. Um, an, a mean performance an average performance from both those drivers. You should be. That's in all you need. That's all you need. And they, they've shown it on their stats. So I, I expect that they will they will get there. So yeah, that, I, and I hate to do it this early, but that was the one that really jumped out on me. Uh, before we get on to some other plays, I did want to call out a few that were being bet. Um, so I do want to shout out to Mac. He did place a bet today, winning margin 20 plus seconds at plus 125. Um, yeah. He thinks that the, the margin is going to be 20 plus seconds. Uh, for the for the race and probably for good reason red bull and max are in a rocket ship so um and then our one and only renegade he has a sprint bet is it sprint yeah it is sprint double podium red bull even money one unit so you got a couple more plays there from our panel there's all there's a lot more actually i could go through the list but uh, get into discord you'll be able to see everyone's picks um as they're being placed so yeah um well let's go back around so lights what else uh what else is on your mind for belgium well you're on the topic of discord um you know i, I can't underscore enough how important it is to download discord get your username set up and, and get into our f1 money gang discord because it's just invaluable it's if you're not in there it's costing you money at this point uh we had the bet 365 line maker in there this morning doing like an informal ask me anything and telling us how much vig we're on his various lines and showing us some of his models like it's just absolutely crazy imagine you're betting you know mlb or nfl on your favorite sports book and the the line maker on the other side is like right at his keyboard chatting with you about it it's just crazy and it's absolutely free so i would totally recommend getting on getting on our discord um yeah it's free it's no cost that's where all the picks are all the explanations are just an absolute money printer so the, you know, just as I continue to like suck this guy off, I'll just keep talking. About <laughs> but um, one approach that I'm toying with is is more of a top-down approach. So you find like a true north that has odds that you trust and you say, these are the best odds. This guy's a really solid model. And then you kind of shop around based on, on that and compare odds against his. So that's what I've been experimenting with, with bet 365. Usually what happens is he rolls his lines out early because he's sharp. He feels relatively confident in them. Various sharp betters. Uh, a lot of them in our discord will bet his early stuff and then that'll move his line. He'll, he'll just kind of follow the money and then he'll adjust them. But in the meantime, probably dozens and dozens of copycat books in various states and countries have logged in Monday morning to bet 365's F1 lines 
the fresh original ones and just straight up copy and paste of those. And they forget they're slow. They forget to check again and, and update the lines based on when he sharpened them. So between the line maker and the sharp betters, you get to the true number. And usually there's a lot of slow books out there that, um, you know, the odds are way off compared to what's probably close to the true number. So one, one in particular that stood out to me was Ocon over Gasly and FP1. That's a trend we saw pop up right away. Those two are absolutely weird when it comes to free practice. In FP1, Ocon has beat Gasly five out of the last five. And then in FP2, Gasly has beaten Ocon five out of the last five. It's just extremely weird. Um, but anyways, Ocon is priced up to minus 150 elsewhere, including bet 365. So if you take out the the VIG, the percentage, you know, margin fair that the book takes the true odds are somewhere around 130 so at one one minus 121 you get a bit of a free roll there a big free roll um and yeah see if your country or state allows allows uh books my books that have it bet 99 and, and betstro uh, you can go on betstamp.app slash f1 money gang the the one is the number one and uh sort by your state or your country and it'll show you exactly what books are available you click on those to sign up for them and, and uh get going on some various f1 bets on some secondary books and help support our show as well man it was yeah it was actually pretty awesome seeing uh bet 365 or i'm sorry betting f1 um he was just giving us everything like talking about it and pretty open about it um and yes bovada is the one that copies them actually so and one of many one of many yeah and that ocon bet that's the first one i typically like to go to for the free practice to see what are they pricing it at and they have it out that minus 150 um they definitely have it there so we'll see if it adjusts um yeah good intel um jinx what's their uh what's your second play for your uh, just stick with practice um going with the trends um going with carwell signs over oscar piastri um i know all the hype mm, is that's on... a good one McLaren, um, but once again, you know, we're going to the trend. Signs, season 7.8, Piastri, season 11.5, so we're getting about three and a half, um, but it's a sprint weekend. You look back at Austria, and you look back at Baku, and the Ferraris are really strong in practice and qualifying. Um, you know, this is a more high-speed track. Uh, I know a lot of people are saying, you know, the, the high-speed and medium-speed corners are going to help the Ferrari or help the McLaren, um, but I mean, you know, who knows all testing wise, um, I just feel like the Ferrari is going to come out of the box. Um, and I mean, we all know the McLaren still doesn't really have that top lane speed. So I expect them to struggle um, in sector one, you know, going up through the DRS hill. So, I mean, just one, one unit play um, that's a minus minus one twenty, still on MGM and uh B win. Nice. Yeah. I do like that. Um, I mean, I just think everyone is just, putting ferrari in the shitter for good reason i guess but they're not like that bad to where they i mean carlos signs you see them you see him and like leclero is trying to top the she, top the sheets every free practice so definitely do dig that um i am interested to see how mclaren is going to perform this weekend uh i know we got to see it on two different tracks from silverstone like more high speed turns and, and whatnot to a much lower speed track in Hungary and they look perfect in those two. So I am interested to see, is that like really legit? Because now this tracks spa is, it gives you everything. It's, it's going to give you high speed. It's going to give you fast cornering. It gives you some slow corners as well. A couple slow corners. And 
I feel like this is a real true test to a car is this weekend. Um, so it should be good. Um, you know what, guys? I honestly do not have a true second pick. I've been noodling all over lines. I also don't have access to a lot of lines, even though I've been surfing like MGM and, and DK. I would just say the, the one that's kind of popping up in my eyes right now, and I'm still afraid to take it, I do want to kind of see how the weather plays as well. Um, over the classified, over 17 and a half for the race. It's right now priced at minus 115. Um, it's really, I guess, fair value at this point because the under is also minus 115. And then looking at all the other sites like uh, DK, I think, has it at minus 120. Both ways over under 17 and a half is going to be minus 120. Same with MGM. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've we've seen it countlessly throughout these races that no more than we saw only two DNFs this past weekend. And that was early in the race. If they didn't take each other out, we would probably would have had 20 classified this last race. So um, I kind of do dig that. I just, the one thing that does scare me is the rain. I do want to see, is there going to be actually, is there actually going to be rain on Sunday? Cause then that might shy me away. But I, right now it's just a lean Full disclosure, haven't bet it, but that is one that I'm definitely eyeing as as a bet that I want to take. Obviously, as we get closer, as I see the weather reports and, you know, uh, given it's a sprint weekend, I do like to see the data before everything. Um, I will I'll have more confidence in what I'm picking as the weekend goes on. So going back to lights out, getting the discord, you have all the information at the tip of your hand. And not only that, we are putting all the data and insights as, as much as we can throughout the week, weekend, um, as we get more information. So, um, yeah, so let's just go one last round and give me a market that you're, you're maybe eyeing like a lean, like I just gave you, um, or a driver, anything that you're really looking to to tackle as you start seeing like weather and everything kind of come into fruition. Um, yeah. You lights let's, let's hear from you. So you said um, signs has only missed points once all year. Yep. And there been how many races, 10 or 11. That's uh, I think we've had three, six, nine, 11. Yeah. 11. So that's like a minus his points. True odds, if you're just looking at 2023, is like minus 1,000. So, yeah, like B-Win has him haggling down at minus 300, which, you know, you hear anything worse than minus 200 and you kind of tune out. But, I mean, there's, there's value there. If you can find something else to parlay that with to get it within bettable range, um, it, I don't want to call it a lock, but it seems like it's, it's odds on. It's going to happen, obviously, more than – I think minus 300 is implied three out of four. So, uh, clearly, it's, and, it's and, more frequently in, than that. In in technically, he was supposed to be in the points until that penalty. Yeah. So he <laughs> he was he should have been one hundred percent in the points through the season. So when did they grade? Did they when did they apply that? At the I end think of the I think it was at the end of the race. But you remember it was the whole shenanigans that was happening. And I'll go back yeah. and look. But either way, one DNF. Even if you put that in there, yeah, no, that's that's pretty smart right there. Like you can just sit there and parlay him with whoever what other driver you got so yeah yeah the, the two chalk pieces i was checking out is signs points minus 300 
before I even saw what you just explained, how he's only missed the points once. And I mean, depending on books grades, some people do it at trophy presentations. So if, if you look after the fact and your driver is outside yeah. of points because of a penalty, you never know that might've been applied yeah. after trophy and maybe it, it paid. But anyways, the other one is, is red flag. No, in sprint. I think it would take a lot for that to happen. Like even if there's a crash or something, they'll probably just safety car it unless it's like a total complete disaster. So red flag, no, in the sprint. Cause how many laps is the sprint? Uh, this weekend 20 Ugh, that's a great no, question it's only it's eight or nine laps is all oh crazy uh, i yeah. think the sprint is what 50 kilometers 60 kilometers and this is a seven kilometer track yeah this is huge oh wow good math okay so yeah like eight eight laps tops right say nine so for there to be a red flag, yeah, eight or nine that seems pretty crazy so you know minus 500 red flag no on the sprint parlayed with uh signs minus 300 points in the race that's probably getting close to minus 200 but anyways i saved my favorite chalk play for last because i know you guys will love this one uh, i found max to win qualifying at minus 200 in what world is max only going to win this qualifying two or three times like if they did this qualifying 10 times would he only win it six or seven times wait you said it was minus 200 to win qualifying yes what did i miss this oh. i think He's minus 300 on some books, but I found it at minus 200. It, oh. it feels like minus 300 is right. Like three out of four times, one out of four times. Yeah, fastest qualifier. He's minus 275 on, on Bavada. Yeah, there you go. So if, if you have cool bet, you have access to cool bet, max qualifying minus 200. I'm I'm more than happy to risk two units on that guy um, to, to to pay out one unit. This is a home race for him. His mom's from from uh, Belgium. So uh, you know, on top of the track fit and the car dominance, I just... <laughs> Yeah, it feels minus like minus two hundred is cheap in this situation. So there's my chalk place. I love it. We love a little chalk sometimes, especially shallow Hal. Give a shout out to him. I know you're listening, buddy. Uh Jinx, what else do you have, man? Uh, I mean, nothing on the card. Um, probably just look. I mean, one of the guys getting no respect. I mean, he was getting some respect for a couple weeks um, after Silverstone and then a little bit of Austria um, is Alex Albon. Mm -hmm. um, the dude just is an absolute, you know, conductor. Um, I was rewatching last year and he was running 10th and he just had six cars stacked behind him. Um, and this year the Williams is actually decent, probably like six, seventh best car based on the weekend. And with that, I mean, we, it's like a joke. We're like, nobody can pass Albon. So yeah. I mean, Depending on him, you know, maybe if he has like a rough qualifying, you know, if he's 13th, 14th, he'll definitely be probably 150 to, you know, two, two to one for points. So maybe that is an option. Um, but I mean, really just sit back and watch, you know. Um, yeah, no. Uh, a lot's going to change from now till after the sprint. So he's taking a page out of the book of how to drive a bus from Alonzo. That's that's what he's been doing. Yeah, no but one, I mean, it's just no that, one can I mean, pass him. Yeah, I mean he's <laughs> he's good at parking the bus, but yeah. also that car is so fast in a straight line. Like even like we've seen um, when Perez is you know try and pass him, like at Silverstone, it took him three to four laps to try and pass For him sure. versus everyone else. That Williams is just so fast in a straight line. For sure, you know, and I mean unless you're Red Bull and can just get rid of that turbulent air in the DRS. You're not passing him. For sure. So, um, that would be a guy to look at. I and mean, I'm not saying slam. 
Uh, but well, and they've but, also the books have adjusted to it too. Like they know yeah, but, they they're they're sharp this year. They are definitely adjusting more than than before for but sure. But you can get some favorable. I mean, last week he was matched versus Ricardo, and he was like a minus one twenty. Um, and that's at a track that really doesn't favor um, the Williams. Uh, but I mean, yeah, just sit back, you know, see what happens, you know. Um, I mean, the only thing really I would play. Um, it's it's a little bit of juice, but um, Hulkenberg over Magnuson. It's at minus one sixty seven on for the race. Gamby. Yeah, for the race. Okay. Um, okay. I know we all took that last week at minus one thirty. I just don't feel comfortable laying that much juice on a Haas. You know, in a weekend where we'll have a sprint qualifying, we'll have a regular qualifying, and we'll have a sprint. That's just too many ways for that Haas to go up and smoke. Um, but last week it went to minus four hundred. So that's yeah. the that's the risk when you're betting on those bad bad teams. Yeah, but, uh, I, yeah. Just got those two practice plays. I'll um I'll have stuff up, you know, late Saturday night, early Sunday morning um for the race. But just you know, don't want to get trapped. You know, put something in now, and then someone you know crashes at a qualifying or crashes in the sprint, and then you're toast. Yep. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, I will be staying away from Haas, as tempting as it's been. It's just been my motto. I just stay away from them. Um. But yeah, no, I, I if you're going to pick someone, it's definitely Hulk over Mag. Mag is definitely the one of the worst on the grid. I guess Nick is no longer there. Is he the worst? Probably. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, before we start wrapping up, I, I again, you know, I'm going to always be looking at the head-to-head. I do want to see some non-teammate head-to-head before I place any FP1s. I'll just give out a few insights before you do make any bets. So only one free practice session. This means that all the teams are going to have to get their car set up in just one hour. So don't expect this to be like your typical FP ones in the past. This is going to be one where they're going to maybe try a few things early on and then do quality Sims and all that. So treat it like that. Um, so yeah, again, going back to like the Ocon Gasly, maybe, if if Gasly is actually outperforming Ocon, maybe he's the one that you want to you want to tackle. Not saying take it, but um, second thing is the qualifying sessions. Pay attention to the tires. Obviously, pay attention to the weather. Um, so when you see FP, uh, see like how are they doing on these compounds? Uh, that's going to definitely play critical critical role. Uh, especially after seeing the past two races and how some of these teams have been struggling. Lastly, we did talk about, about upgrades. I am very curious to see what Alpine actually brings this weekend. They are talking about upgrades. They've been, there's been rumors out there that they are just going to bend it this weekend. They're going to suck. However, they are bringing a new floor to complement the new wing that they brought last week. I mean, if you want to gamble and have fun, you you might want to look at Alpine. I'm not saying they're going to be up there. I'm saying that there is potential that you could see something much better than what they're uh, what's being reported. So just take a look at all those upgrades because that might that might play in hand. So Aston Martin, Alpine being those two. Um, but other than that, I am going to be focused on. Mercedes. Mercedes has kind of been my cash cow This when it comes to head-to-head. for the Hamilton just never fails. And actually, the past few weeks, obviously, it's been McLaren, Lando Norris. Uh, so last week, we did have some, some Lando Norris bets. So I will be paying attention to that. But yeah, get into the Discord. 
we do some live betting. We will be paying attention. We have all sorts of stats. So guys looking forward to it. Last race of the, of the weekend until or last race before we go into summer break. I'm sorry. And yeah, then we'll have three weeks off. We'll break. Also IndyCar definitely come in. If you are into IndyCar, we have a lot of bets going on. We do have a new tipster, uh, bet Indy. He's in our channel. He does a lot of IndyCar betting. So get in there. And as well as NASCAR jinx, Eugene, our, our own one and only, Actually has a lot of NASCAR plays. Actually, throw a quick one out. Just throw a quick one out, Jinx. Let's. We got like one minute. All right, I'd go. Uh, Joey Logano over Chase Elliott. It's on Canby books right now, minus one fourteen. Um, just the average running position uh, the last couple of years at Richmond in the daytime. Logano has done a lot better. Um, he hasn't. He, he hasn't fared too well. I think he's only like two and three. Uh, but that's just because he's faded late in the race. Um, and then the last you know track under a mile new hampshire it wasn't even close logano finished second and chase elliott was outside the top 10. Um, chase elliott just struggled since coming back from his leg injury um, and joey logano's real good on short tracks oh you know i love me some logano you heard it there folks we got our nascar pick in all right guys it's been fun it's been real so looking forward to this weekend uh, so we'll see you on friday friday early friday morning <laughs>